It's showtime with Ricky Lee. Thank you for making us one of your favorite entertainment news interview programs. We are proud to be your backstage pass to all things entertainment. I also encourage you to visit our sister publication on the web, lifeandtimes.biz, your guilty pleasure for entertainment news, views, and reviews. I'm your host, Ricky Lee Travolta. When it comes to steaks, Chef Casey Golbro and his restaurant Foxfire in Geneva, in the suburbs of Chicago, are about as good as they come. They were named 2023 Steakhouse of the Year and are looking forward to building on that in 2024. I'm someone who is prone to enjoying a great meal on the way to the theater or to a concert. High up there on my favorites list is steak. Foxfire is a nationally recognized steakhouse located in proximity to Steel Beam Theater in St. Charles and Paramount Theater in Aurora, just two of the amazing performing arts organizations in Chicago's western suburbs. So, who better to have on the show to talk about what makes for a great steak and overall steakhouse dining experience? Today, I am thrilled to have renowned chef Casey Gobro on the show. All right, Casey, I am so thrilled to have you on the show because when I'm going to the theater or to a concert or something, I there's nothing I love more than having a great steak dinner. And, you know, you are an expert in the field. And so I wanted to get your take on what to look for in a great steak. And, you know, because I'm going to a lot of different cities a lot of times. What, what am I going to look for in a steakhouse when I go there? But to qualify that, I want to focus first on you and your restaurant, Foxfire, which was just named the 2023 a steakhouse of the year, I understand, by Certified Angus Beef Brand at the Certified Angus Beef Brands Annual Conference. Is that is that right? I mean, that that's that a- correct. So tell me, tell me, Casey, how did you get your start in restauranting? I got my start in restauranting. Uh, you know, growing up, uh, I, I started out in a. I don't know if you're from around Illinois, but I started working in a Baker Square restaurant. That's my first uh, actual gig in the restaurant industry. That's where I got my, uh, the bug kind of bit me. I grew up uh, idolizing Piers and Sam Malone and thought that was the, <laughs> the, the funnest life that anybody could have coming to people come see you and, and have fun. So that's, uh, was always my dream to get in the restaurant industry. So I started off in Baker Square being a busboy and dishwasher. And uh, uh, it's been quite the roller coaster now for over 20. Oh, yeah, we won't we won't date it too much, but the restaurant's been open for 20 years. So we've been uh, <laughs> been doing this for, for a long, long time, but it's been a, a great journey. Uh, that's where I got my start. I got to work with people in the kitchen, working with uh, there was a lady that made the bread and I watched her every day, got to help her out. And just got so uh, enamored with everything in the industry that it just uh, all throughout college, I started working in restaurants. I worked at a, a local moose lodge where I got to learn a bunch of recipes from old ladies and and, <laughs> and people that have tried their, their craft. And, and it, it just it just blossomed into a great career. So in terms yeah. of learning how to 
to cook for a a restaurant or a steakhouse or any kind of uh, uh, you know establishment like that. Is that something you learn in the field, in the in the kitchens that you work in, or is that something that you actually go for training in? What what was your background with that? Uh, well, I I went through the school of hard knocks. I, I learned I started learning how to cook when I was a a, a kid. I'm the youngest of four boys, so I uh, always tell the story. You know, I was the baby, so when my older brothers they went outside, did all the yard work with dad, and and fixed things and painted things and whatnot. Well, I got to stay inside and learn how to cook with mom since she needed a helper too. So mom, uh, nice, you know, your your traditional Italian mom, you know, had to make the spaghetti sauce, make the, the mother sauces, do all the, the you know, prep and, and learn her tricks and trades to, to make the best lasagna ever, you know, just fell in love with it. Um, going throughout wherever I worked, I, I've always found myself getting in the kitchen, learning from the people before me, like I said, the Moose Lodge, I learned a lot of recipes from some beautiful, beautiful older ladies that would uh, show me the the tricks of their trade. So they, uh, grandmother's cooking, home style cooking, uh, kind of is in my in my back pocket. Um, I think going through those motions of of going wherever you go, learning wherever you are, picking up those little techniques, kind of help you along the way. Uh, I actually did go back to culinary school uh when i uh about eight eight years ago nine years ago i wanted to become an instructor uh and in order to do so i had to get my certificate so i went in incognito nobody <laughs> knew who i was or that i owned a restaurant and i just watched and it was uh you know it it was one of the best things i ever did just relearning uh a different angle so i taught my guys how to cook you know the hard box way this is how you do it this is how you do it and then going through culinary school and picking up the techniques from the instructors going in there humbled like pretending i don't know anything just so i could learn myself and brought that to the table as well it was a, a great experience so i hard knocks learning that way great way going through school is also a great way there's different paths it all depends on who you are and uh, as long as you're learning every day, I think that that's the the best uh, best met, best knowledge you can have to to run a successful restaurant. Always trying, always inventing something new. You know, I love the the, the fact you hit it a couple times that you learned recipes from little old ladies at the Moose Lodge, or or <laughs> just a life learner. You're always out there trying to pick up the recipes. The, the, I, it struck in my mind when you were uh, paying attention to the bread maker at Baker Square. All these different things. So you aren't just, I mean, Foxfire is a steak house, but mm -hmm. it's not just steak, and you are not just a steak chef. You are the full spectrum. So talk to me about the menu at Foxfire, when I come in to dine, what what is the ambiance? What what is the the menu? What what is what is Foxfire? Well, Foxfire, uh, you know, locally owned. I I always say that whenever I get in the spiel. So please forgive me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's father father and son. Uh, we opened up twenty years ago. Actually, December fifth was our twenty year anniversary. So you're walking into Foxfire. It is a uh, it has the original trellises, original brick structure to the building. It's that classic steakhouse, uh, almost supper club feel when you walk in. 
We have a great open kitchen. You can see me yelling at my kitchen staff. I mean, <laughs> cooking. Uh, just kidding. I don't yell at my guys. But uh, you can see us in the kitchen working hard, working for your food. Uh, everybody's super friendly when you come in. We want to treat you like family. Um, we want to treat you like you're you're in our home. So when you come into the restaurants, um, we, we have our nice uh, Godfather booths. A lot of people think they're in a in an Italian movie with the with how big these booths are. Very comfortable. Uh, and then you get to the food. Uh, the food we we take a lot of pride in our food. Uh, being certified Angus beef on our menu, uh, it's something we take great pride in. Uh, winning the Steakhouse of the Year award was amazing. Uh, but we're definitely going to try to to sell you a steak because we think our steaks are some of the best in the. Uh, well, we think they're the best steaks in the in the world, but uh, definitely one of the best steaks you're going to get in Illinois, Chicago land. Um, our food is, is American uh, inspired, but we do a little bit of fusion. We have some uh, uh, Asian and Latin fusions that we put on the menu. Uh, just just uh, we 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 try to make our menu based off of, of the experiences we have. Like you said, I'm always learning. Um, we try to get some inspiration from the crew too. I tell my staff, the kitchen staff, if you know a way of doing something and you want to teach me, go ahead. I want to learn. I, uh, I always say it's, it's how you stay relevant. You don't, uh, rest in your, in, in your ways. You got to learn new ways to, to stay in this game. Otherwise you're your grandfather's steakhouse. We're doing, uh, uh, snails and escargot and old school stuff, but we're not, well, escargot is coming back again. So never mind. <laughs> but you know what I mean. So that's our 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 feel. We're gonna take good care of you. We've got great wines in our wine list. We have a great mixologist. Uh Dylan Headmark is our head bartender mixologist. He has a great cocktail list. Uh if I'm coming here, I'm getting a New York strip with uh blue cheese crust and a and a old fashioned uh made our way. Um it's uh uh, it's called the major fashion. It's got a little bit of cinnamon and simple curve in it. It's it's just amazing. That's that's my dream dinner when I come into my restaurant. <laughs> okay, okay. And now sorry, that's long winded. <laughs> no, I I love it because I love any details I can get. I I am a learner like you. I sponge off of information. Mm -hmm. Now you had mentioned that you're you have you're certified Angus beef. You use certified Angus beef. What does that mean to Joe Blow on the street who says, I want a steak? Well, what does certified Angus beef mean when it comes to a steak? All right. Well, we have both certified Angus beef and certified Angus beef prime. And what, what that means is you're getting the best steak possible. The certified Angus beef, it's a grading scale that takes over 20 different parts uh, uh 20 different grades for the beef, just the, the marbleization, the age of the uh, of the steer, the, the the presentation of the meat. It's just all these different parts that they have to grade on give you the best quality steak every time it comes out of the kitchen. You're not going to get a steak that's too dry. You're not going to get a steak that's overly chewy. You're going to get the perfect steak. Uh, Certified Angus Beef is a brand we've believed in for the last 15 years. Um, you can get it at your local grocery store. You can get it by your local butcher. Just ask for the certified Angus beef. Uh, look for the logo. Uh, it, it's just a quality steak every time. Uh, and that's one of our, our claims of fame is people come in, they say they don't understand it. Every time they come in, the filet is perfect. Every time they come in, the New York strip is so juicy. And it, it, a lot of it, I mean, there is some skill involved in that, but it comes with the uh, uh, a great product like certified against beef steaks. You know, 
I, I hear what you're saying about that you can get it at the, the supermarket. You can get certified Angus beef at the supermarket. Uh, and I, you know, I'll get it and I'm not bad on the grill. You know, I, I make things that taste good. But then I walk into a restaurant like yours and it's like, wow, this is an experience. This is, you know, uh, this is why it's worth going out. And how did, how do you make sure outside of just the quality of the beef? You know, you have a great quality product in, in the Angus certified beef. How do you make sure that your staff cooks it perfect every time? Because you went back to school to make sure you could be a certified teacher. So you obviously understand the how to educate. Tell me how you educate your staff. Well, our staff, I mean, we, we don't just throw people on the grill. Um, the grill is usually my 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 nest. That's where I sit. I watch the whole line and I, I cook everybody's steak that comes through. Uh, well, now it's about 75% of the time I'm on the grill. But I have a great staff. Uh, we watch them. We teach them. Uh, they start off on salads. We watch them how, how much... Uh, time and effort they put into each salad or each dish we make sure that they're focused on on the flavors making sure they're focused on the presentation uh uh just putting that dish together and it it, it and when they get to the point where we know they're serious enough that they that they understand the importance of of feeding people I shouldn't say it that way but the importance of of what they do then then they start learning the grill and the grill I only have three other than myself. I have two chefs that will work the grill as well that I trust that will do it as good as I can. Um, they, they learn how we do it. Uh, we, we do kind of a reverse sear method. We use our grill, uh, get your marks and your flavors on there. And then we finish it in an oven that's over 500 degrees and it gets that nice mylar effect. The caramelization goes on the, each steak. Uh, that's what the mylar effect is. And it gives it that nice, uh, uh, Sear, blocking in all the flavor. You get a little bit of sweetness from that caramelization. It just comes out to be the perfect steak. And teaching the guys how to do that and how to make sure they're looking for that. Um, it's a it's a great technique. It's a, it's once they get to to do that regularly, they can start using the grill. So it's it's a it is a training experience. Uh, it's a natural product. Meat is so every steak is going to be different when you throw it on. You might have some steaks that have more fat, some steaks that don't. Uh, might have more marbleization, some steaks that don't. They cook all at a different uh, timing, so you have to use your touch. You have to use your thermometer. You have to make sure that you're um, using your culinary art technique to to get that steak perfect. And that's what we what they have to go through in order to be on the grill. You're listening to It's Showtime with Ricky Lee, your backstage pass for all things entertainment. I'm your host, Ricky Lee Travolta. Remember, you can find us on Spotify and all other major podcast platforms. We invite you to add our sister web publication, lifeandtimes.biz, to your regular reading schedule. Today, we're talking to Chef Casey Golbro of the award-winning Foxfire Steakhouse in Geneva, Illinois, along the Fox River. For reservations and further information, visit foxfiregeneva.com or call 630-232-1369. In terms of the menu at Foxfire, your steakhouse, some people don't know all the different kinds what is the difference between the different kinds of steaks can you maybe enlighten the listeners 
what what are the different cuts that you offer there and what give a little description of what each cut is like okay well we we do the uh the trinity of steaks so we have our uh filet our new york and our ribeye okay. usually on the specials we'll bring in some other steaks but we'll stick with those three because those are the ones you want to look for um sometimes we'll do a short rib or a roast beef but those are roasted steaks so that's going to be totally different animal but when you come into uh, and because of the technique that's used to cook them of course um going through the trinity that we have uh i'd say your most uh basic one that we'll go through favorites because that's the way i always teach people um dad's favorite is the ribeye dad loves the ribeye he loves the fact that the ribeye has all this marbleization you have your little bit of your carnal fat, which is your thick fat. You know, a rib eye is called a rib eye because it has that eye on there. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a fattier steak, but the, with the fat comes the flavor. A lot of people will say, I want the fla most flavorful steak. They'll get a rib eye and they'll be like, there's fat in this. It's like, well, that's why there's flavor. So the rib eye is where you're going to get all your flavor. Your, your ours are prime. So it shouldn't be that much carnal fat, but there's more marbleization fat. So it gives it more flavor. It's just a lovely steak. Um, going through the next, I would say on the other spectrum is your filet. Your filet is super tender. Um, it is, uh, it's not fatty. Uh, it is, uh, most people look for that. They want that filet because it's so tender. It, it has a lot of flavor, but you can cut it with a butter knife. Actually, I've had a guest cut ours with a spoon once. Uh, oh, yeah. I was very, I was very impressed. I was like, "Wow, um, hey, that's certified Angus beef right there." Um, blades are forgiving, so sometimes you don't need to have that prime because they're so nice uh, and tender. You can get away with just a, a not at our restaurant, but at home, you can get away with the choice a certified Angus beef or a prime. Um, a lot of there's good flavor in it. I love using a, a fillet. I like putting crusts on them just because it adds a little more flavor because you're missing some of that fat. Now, in between is my favorite steak. That's the New York strip. New York strip has beautiful marbleization. Uh, ours is prime. You can see a little bit of the the fat. We have a little bit of cap that we keep on ours. Uh, that flat as it renders down while you're cooking it just gets into the meat and just gives it more flavor. So if you're looking for so that's how I, I explain the different steaks here. Um, the staff kind of explains it the same way. I like the the New York because I think it takes a little bit. It's nice and juicy like a ribeye, but it's kind of tender like a filet as well. And see, it's, I think that's your traditional steak I, that I think of when you're cutting a knife and eating with a fork. Eat, New York is the way to go. We have talked a lot about the great steaks that you have at Foxfire, but that's not mm -hmm. all you have. You also have seafood, uh, other fare as well. Uh, would you like to talk about the other things that are on the menu that you you, you offer that are specialized? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, our fir my first uh, cook cooking, uh, like I said, we'll go back to the Moose Lodge, and I, one of the first specials they let me run was the uh, Iowa Pork Chop. So I went to University of Iowa, uh, majored in in socializing and drinking, and then did some school too. Uh, but I learned how to cook a, a really nice pork chop. Um, our pork chops, we use White Marble Farms. It's a, a beautiful Duroc uh, blended uh, pork chop. It's got your classic marbleization like a steak. If you saw it under the light, you would think 
it almost looks like a New York strip with the the, the marbleization that is in there. So you're going to get a nice juicy pork chop. We do a bourbon apple chop. Um, one of my sous chefs, Miguel, I'm going to give him all the credit for this one. I showed him how to do pork chop. Showed, we worked on things. We worked on things. And then one day I said, hey, can you just look at this recipe? Can you fix this? And And he took it. And he made this amazing bourbon apple sauce that will knock your socks off. Um, we used to do it seasonally, but it's so popular that we have to keep it on all year round. Uh, it's got great flavor with the, we use some uh, Maker's Mark bourbon, so you get a little bit of sweetness to it. The apples, just everything just dances on your tongue. And uh, I've had friends uh, say that thing on the menu, I get a little bit jealous, but I, you know, that's being a great teacher. You know, you get to take pride in your students. And I always say, you know, that's Miguel's dish. I get to clean them out. Um, on seafood flair, we've had a dish on our menu since we first opened. We have some great sashimi, great tuna. Uh, we do it the Foxfire style. We take in a little bit of Asian uh, uh, influences and 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 some uh, with our wasabi yogurt, teriyaki glaze, but we rub that uh, tuna in a Cajun seasoning. Mm. And just the flavors you get of the sweetness from the the uh, uh, teriyaki, the cooling actually of the wasabi yogurt with a little bit of zing, and then that spice, it just, it wakes up and actually, um, my dad had me doing it with a, a steak, and so now it's a, a an item on our menu, we call it the Kurt. So it's done the same way, it's a six ounce filet, blackened with the Cajun seasoning, served with wasabi yogurt and, and teriyaki, and it's, uh, it's a crowd pleaser. We actually do a combo called the Surf and Kurt, and that's the tuna and the the filet, and people just eat. Well, I hate to say it, people just eat that up. But <laughs> it's uh, it's a popular item. Um, our sea our seafood does change out without the throughout the seasons. Right now, we have a wonderful walleye on the, the menu. The walleye piccata. We do mahi mahi for uh, right now as well. Um, when the season permits, we'll get some Chilean sea bass. We'll do different specials throughout the year. Um, throughout the month, the beginning of the month, we do Alaskan King crab legs. So if you're coming in uh, the first weekend, we do these beautiful uh, Alaskan King crab legs. They're almost as thick as my forearms, full of meat. Uh, that's a little exaggeration. My forearms are kind of big, but they're they're beautiful. People love them. Uh, we we got a great purveyor in Fortune Fish that gets us the best crab legs possible. We only do it once a month because it it just the demand for it is uh, is great when we feature that item people come come and make reservations for that well, well in advance uh it's a great time um but yeah it's that, that's a little walkthrough through the menu there's a bunch of beautiful appetizers if you uh we do do some vegetarian flair as well uh we have a vegan cauliflower steak we have on our menu that uh is unique we got a nice char on that um and when we also do a a, a dish a bang bang cauliflower that's actually coming on this weekend we're refeaturing it. It's something that comes on and comes off. Uh, people love this dish. Uh, it's this unique being that it's a, a vegetarian appetizer that you can't tell is vegetarian. Wow. So it's very nice. Wow. Yeah. Now, you also have another establishment, the 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 Copper Fox. Uh, another. Yes. So let's uh, focus on that a little bit. What is Copper Fox? What do you do there? So Copper Fox is our event space. Um, three years ago uh, was a terrible time. Um, don't have to mention what was going on, but there's a little virus going around. Um, during that time, uh, we were uh, 
helping our landlord out because we were the only place that was, uh, I don't want to get into what we did, but we were the only place that could pay our rent every month. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, we, we did a, a, a service to our landlord, a, a fellow business went out. Um, our landlord came to us and was wondering if we were interested in, in procuring this restaurant. At the time, we had huge demand for parties and events. Uh, micro weddings wanted to book Foxfire. Things wanted to book Foxfire. We couldn't uh, sustain those parties and keep our clients happy. So we thought, what a great idea. We have the space that's offered to us. Let's turn that to event space. And now our events can go over there. So Copper Fox is located off of Third Street, which is our historic uh, uh, tourist trap, of, or not tourist trap, tourist destination in Geneva. Um, it's got a lot of great shops, a lot of uh, knickknacks, mom and pop shops, a lot of great restaurants. Um, and we said put our event space there. It's uh, We have three different rooms. Uh, it's perfect for micro weddings, weddings under 150 people. Great for wedding showers, company outings, corporate events. Uh, the thing about it is people know that we're associated with Foxfire um, and they know that they're going to get great food. So we do bring that culinary excellence that we have at Foxfire over to Copper Fox. The people that get the food there for their wedding or for their uh, showers and whatnot are, are amazed. They're like, this isn't what we're expecting. We're expecting, you know, cold filet or mushy uh, fish. And they're like, this is actually really good food. This is hot food. Um, and it's because we take such great pride in what we do. And we bring in the great ingredients that we have at Foxfire over to this copper box. And now you run both venues with your father, Kurt, is that correct? Yep. Uh, Kurt is, uh, my dad, he's the, the face of Foxfire. Um, he's our, our little resident politician. Everybody knows dad. Uh, he's, he's not here as much as he used to be, but, uh, he still comes in shakes hands, kisses babies and greets tables. Everybody loves seeing him. And he still sings every Friday or Saturday night when we have a band, he'll come up and he'll sing his Johnny Cash songs. And, uh, he's, uh, 82 years old now, 82 years young. He still has a little, uh, pep in his step and loves to entertain. Uh, but he's, uh, you know, uh, it's one of the greatest gifts God could give me is uh sorry working with him so yeah um, <laughs> but yeah it's cool he he just has a, a presence everybody loves him that is so cool that is so cool when you get to to work with somebody you love a family member somebody who's been influential in your life um it, there's just such such a joy to it um now you are you're you're a great location for those going. Uh, we have a lot of people who listen to the show who go to the theater, and uh, mm-hmm. we have the Paramount Theater in Aurora uh, that you're on the way to, and uh, Steelbeam Theater in St. Charles, uh, also the Arcata Theater that does concerts mm-hmm. in, in St. Charles. Um, so you're a really great location, um, but you don't have to just be in the area to. To, to come to Foxfire. It's worth the drive. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a restaurant that has a really, really great reputation. Um, for anybody who has not heard of Foxfire, give me your, your elevator spiel. Why should people come and, and try a uh, Foxfire? I'd say, you know, come down and try Foxfire. We got great food. There's great people here. 
Uh, we do live entertainment on the weekends. You're talking about coming to, to see the shows, come into Foxfire, enjoy some live music Fridays and Saturdays. Um, it, it's just a, a, a great feel. It's not your grandfather's steakhouse. I'd say we're, uh, we're a little more casual, a little more laid back, uh, but we're, we're family. We'll treat you like that. And what kind of entertainment do you feature? Is it a wide range of entertainment or do you have a, a specific genre that you focus on? Uh, it's it's a it's a variety. The the genres on Fridays are a little more uh, fun, a little more pop, a little more rock, a little more country, a little more uh, upbeat. Uh, on Saturdays, we try to do a little bit more romance. So we'll do a little more jazz, blues, uh, uh, that type of uh, classic rock of, of uh, slowed down a little bit. So we know date night is Saturday night. We always try to make sure uh, you get a little dinner and, a, and romance. And then on Friday night, you're out to have fun. You want to melt that stress of work off you want to pep up your step so we do music uh right now uh it's uh seven to ten but in january we're going to start doing it from eight to eleven um just to give that the people a little more of a, a good vibe when they come in uh, they can enjoy their dinner and then enjoy the show instead of having that on top of each other and as the new year gets rolling you know january um Anything special coming up on the menu? Any seasonal items we can look forward to? Any specials? No, like I said, um, right now with the with the new year coming, I mean, we're going to have our we're going to start off the first week of the year with our Alaskan King Crab Legs coming back. Uh, we're playing with our menu right now. We have some really great seafood items that are going to be uh, are, are changing up our seafood a little bit uh, coming forward in January, and then hopefully uh, we're we're looking forward for spring too. <laughs> this cold weather in Chicago, although it's a beautiful 50 degree day today, I guess. Um, don't want to date this, but yeah, it's uh, uh, looking. We're looking forward to spring. But new steak items. Uh, we'll probably bring in some some inexpensive cuts on there, like our flat iron or a, a cap steak. Some some items that give you that great steak flavor, but aren't as expensive. We're we're always playing with the menu, though. We always we have a sign on our our window that says "New Menu," and we just take it down and put up a new menu every every month with some different items on it so casey it has been a blast talking to you and i look forward to dining there at foxfire very soon and uh thank you so much and i encourage our listeners to go out and frequent this fantastic restaurant thank you so much casey thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure and uh we can't wait to have you you've been listening to it's showtime with ricky lee keep up to date with news, views, and reviews at lifeandtimes.biz. Our guest today has been Chef Casey Golbro of the 2023 Steakhouse of the Year, Foxfire Steakhouse in Geneva, Illinois. If you're going to be in the Geneva area, perhaps on your way to the Paramount Theater or the Copley Theater in Aurora, or Steelbeam Theater, or Arcata Theater in St. Charles, make plans to stop in and taste why Foxfire is considered one of the best. For reservations, go to foxfiregeneva.com or call 630-232-1369. I thank you for listening and I look forward to our next visit together. This is Ricky Lee Travolta signing off. We'll see you in the spotlight.